Hello everybody and welcome to the Football Chronicles. This is Sebastian Garcia and with me today is Edgar Ramirez. And, hey, and Justin. Hi Justin, how are you doing? Hey, hey guys. Uh, glad to be back. Great. So did you guys happen to see the Champions League draw today? Of course. Yep, it was. It's it's something. Oh. I um yeah, I don't know. There's a few groups that seem really interesting. A lot, of, lot of juicy sure. mashups yeah. in this one. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, but for me, I I think the it's it's very it's very even, right? From what I when what I see the the draw has, I think there are some groups that are gonna be very difficult. I think uh, the one that is uh, there there are some that are that I don't know that are very like even, but on the lower. Like level that they're not that competitive. Yeah. So to to me, the Manchester City seems to have an easy. Oh yeah. Path. I was gonna sure. say that was the first thing I, that jumped up to me was, Man City and Bayern Munich are both in probably the easiest groups. And Manchester City is Group F, and Bayern Munich is Group E. Right. Oh, I hadn't even noticed that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Bayern Munich, easy, easy peasy. Even Madrid's. I mean, Roma's good, but. Yeah. Madrid. That's true. You know, they, they the, they, both of them will definitely go through Roma yeah. and Madrid. Yeah. Yeah. Which one um, do you think is the hardest? So I know the one that's got the most headlines has to be Group H. I mean, come on. Ronaldo back in Man United against Man yeah. United. Oh, come on. That'll be interesting. And, and Valencia, 100 years. That's going to be. Because they have. Uh, what is that guy? The Bel- Belgium uh, guy? Young guy? Me, 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 that was at Borussia Dortmund last year. Oh, uh, Michi Batshuayi? Yes, him. Thank <laughs> you. He, he's yeah. playing for Valencia now. Yes, um, that's right. So, so they have a pretty strong team th- this season. I think that's going to be an interesting group to follow, actually. Yes. Yeah. I think the, the hardest one is Paris Saint-Germain, Liverpool, Napoli, and... I don't say know it. what is that. Say it. You can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He has a CRV, ENA... <laughs> Oh my goodness, that sounds like a car. Uh, <laughs> like a uh, CRV. <laughs> Serbian team. Yeah, it's a Serbian team. It's a Serbian yeah. team. Damn, it's not even the Red Star. Oh, it's, Re- it's Red Star. Yeah, it's like the Red Star of Red Belgrade, Star. I think. Yep. Oh, Red that Star. team is iconic. It won a European yeah. Championship in the past. I, I didn't think, realize that. I think it was very famous back in the times when Yugoslavia was united. You know, oh, and, wow. and when, yeah, so it was the most successful team back in the time when Yugoslavia was a country. But yeah, I, I couldn't recognize it because, the, yeah, the, because just, of the spelling, yeah. The spelling is so different, like from Red I, Star. I, yeah, I guess <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh you God. don't know what? You don't know Serbian? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm I, sorry. I, I know a little bit of Danish, but Serbian is not definitely my strength. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's going to be, uh, I've been, think uh napoli psg liverpool i mean only two of those are going out you got to think you know one of those yeah. teams yeah. is going to be out could, of the group stage could it's you guys crazy. imagine psg out in the group mm. stage i actually uh, can't uh it could it could happen it i mean could happen with but liverpool this year you know like, and napoli napoli was strong last year yeah. competing against juventus up right. until you know the the end sort of yeah. um yeah but psg i i don't know man i I haven't seen them play this season, so I shouldn't say much. Um, but they just feel to me like like this Frankenstein team, uh, <laughs> kind of put together. 
I mean, again, we'll see what happens, but... Yeah. But Napoli has a new coach, new players, right. you know, Ancelotti yeah. is playing, is the coach right now, so... And he's a good coach. And he's a good coach. I don't think it's going to be easy. So, for me, when I saw this group, I, I thought this was going to be the toughest one. I like, sure. uh, I think this one and the group B, too, I think those are the two hardest. But Barcelona, yeah, yeah, Tottenham. Yeah. Tottenham and uh, Inter, Inter Milan, I mean, yeah, those are three, obviously, historic and great teams. Um, Tottenham Although, made a good run last year before losing to Juventus, um, I remember very well, but I mean, they could go through again. I think they can easily get back to where they were. So f- for, for those who don't know, uh, our friend Justin here is a Tottenham fan. Um, and, and and why is that, Justin? Why are, why are you a Tottenham fan? Well, to to full disclosure, really the year that I got into to international soccer, I mean, I always watched U.S. national team, but the year I really got into it was like 2012, 2013, and that happened to be the year that the greatest American soccer player of all time, Clint Dempsey, was wearing a Tottenham shirt, and I saw Clint Dempsey and Gareth Bale, and I thought Tottenham was this like amazing team, <laughs> and I just thought they were so cool, and they played this attacking style, so exciting, and so I just kind of start, started following them, and of course, since then, they've really continued to be... Um, you know, fighting for the top of the Premier League, so yeah, and definitely gotten better since then. Yeah, yeah. so and Pochettino's done amazing job. So I think they're just kind of the team that I gravitated toward, but mostly thanks to Clint. Right, who who retired this week? Yes, had to say farewell to the legend that is Clint Dempsey. Um, yeah, provided me with many great memories as a U.S. soccer player. Always just loved his attitude. Loved that he kind of just came out and did his thing. I mean, you may not even realize that I didn't realize this at the time. I mean, he he scored like 57 goals in the Premier League. He was the top scorer for Fulham in their team's history in the Premier League. Wow. I mean, he he really imagine today a top, a mid-table Premier League team that has an American player being their best player and like their leading scorer. Like imagine like Crystal Palace or Burnley right. has an American <laughs> player that's like killing everybody. Like that has like the you know, that was Clint Dempsey, and like that's crazy to think about because that yeah. I don't think we have any player that's even really close to that right now. Well, and, yeah. and you and you hope that it's um, that Kid Pulisic, right? Or even though he's not a forward. Yeah, I mean Pulisic at Dortmund is obviously the closest thing, um, and he probably like he's been playing in England, you know, for I mean not in England in, in uh, Europe for a while now you know, since he was eighteen. Dempsey's. The career path is crazy because he played college soccer in South Carolina. He went to MLS and then he went overseas and played in um, the Premier League and was wow. really good for a while. And then came back to the U.S. and ended his career in Seattle and won some more, you know, a few more championships. But and like, do you, I th- do you think uh, he's better than Landon Donovan? Personally, what? I I do um, because to me Dempsey's career unfolded kind of the way that you would hope that your right. career would unfold he kind of he achieved to me besides goalkeepers right tim howard right and brad friedel they 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 were goalkeepers that they were elite for a long time in europe a long but time yeah. outfield players dempsey achieved i think peak american right like he yep. was as good as any american could be on the international level donovan never had a chance to do that he never stuck it out in europe he came back to mls when he was in getting into his prime, and to me that kind of robbed him of say, being able to say, 
this guy can play with the best the best right yeah i mean i remember he was at byron leverkusen for a little while and, and, had yeah. to, and came back i don't he struggled there it. he struggled yeah. there yeah. yeah he was great in mls but he and it was in everton for a little while and did okay but never really stuck on that team right right dempsey we're talking about the the fulham's top score like in their history as a club and it's he an scored American. this amazing chip against juventus in the europa league semifinal um, that will be forever remembered by Fulham fans. So he's a legend, you know, at Craven Cottage. Yeah, yeah. great. Well, <laughs> so I don't good, know. <laughs> good luck fishing and enjoying your time off, Clint. Thanks for all the memories. <laughs> yeah. No, good, I, luck, good luck to you guys finding another one like that. <laughs> uh, I. It's gonna be tough. I mean, but yeah. but I mean, but I mean, there's a lot of American youngsters flooding Europe right now. Yeah, but that's the problem. Like, I think that. There are always people like around, and mm -hmm. a, and a lot of players right now of the US are playing in Europe, as we talked before, like in Germany, and you know they're starting a career over there. But you never know if they're gonna make it. You know it's hard, right? You know the, these guys were really talented, so it's, it's hard to see because you know like our countries are not. We don't make players like every day, like Argentina or Brazil or you right. know, like. So to see a guy that is, was so important living is definitely sad because also you think that he's not going to be replaced anytime soon with somebody with that talent, you know? It's just so, it's difficult. I mean, you have a lot of young players right now, like you just said. You have DeAndre Yedlin, who's really the only U.S. player that's playing significant minutes in the Premier League. He's playing, right. you know, um, for Newcastle. Um, but he's a defender, so he doesn't demand the same type of attention. You have... Matt Miazga, who was at Chelsea and now has been transferred to a French club, um, Natis, I think. Um, you have Carter Vickers, who's with Tottenham, but he's actually been loaned out to Swansea, so he's playing in the, the uh, championship. Um, you have a couple other players, like Tim Weah, who, I don't know, he's if he gets enough playing time at PSG, great, we'll, we'll see. I mean, he's obviously versus got, Versus Cavani, Neymar. Yeah, and uh, Mbappé, yeah, no Mbappe. way. I mean, right? Like so, <laughs> but obviously, yeah. I mean, he's he's comes from bloodline of elite yeah, royalty. Soccer, yeah, you know, royalty. So he'll get a shot. I think. I think he'll get a shot to play somewhere because I think also a lot of these European clubs are dying. Would love to have an American that they can market, that they can put the name of the American player on the back of the jersey and sell it and say, "Hey, this is our American player is playing over here in France or in England." You know, and that's a whole audience that could eat that up. See, I, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to say, a, a few weeks ago, I would have no respect for that comment. But, I don't know if you guys heard about this, the Europe, the European League, the, the Spanish uh, La Liga is pretending to have some um, games in the United States. Yeah, so, they're, trying to, they're trying to market the, the La Liga here. Apparently, they also want to do it in Asia at some point. So Manchester United did the same thing. The yeah. the Premier League did it here, right? Right. So all right. So what the Spanish league is proposing is they want to play a competitive, like regular season match. Yeah. No. Exactly. Of La Liga it's not a friendly in yeah. the U.S. Right now, it's just the International Champions Cup, which is an ex exhibition, it's a preseason games, right? And you get to see. Like, oh, I've seen Liverpool come to North Carolina. I've seen, you know... No, just to fuck around for a whatever. little bit. Whatever, and yeah, it's not the yeah. starters. It's not the players that you actually, you know, playing at the highest level. But it still sells tickets. People still go to it. You know, when I went to this Liverpool-AC Milan game, it was, like, sold out. And, like, people were really into it. But 
in in yeah. North Carolina. Yeah, yeah in Charlotte, of yeah. all places. Yeah. Yep. The the NFL did something like that as well. They oh, sent some, and the NBA some too. teams to, to yeah to to play in right? Wembley, the Wembley. Oh scene. wow! Yeah, they, yeah. So there's kind of a running <laughs> joke um, that the Jacksonville Jaguars are kind of the London Jaguars because they play a game in London like every year. <laughs> so you know, but this is this is new. I mean, I don't think I don't think I've ever heard of a regular season game to be played, especially for such an important league like the Spanish league right. outside but, of Spain. But they're trying to do that because I think the U.S. is they want to reach this market. They want the U.S. to get more involved into soccer. Also, other leagues are doing it. For example, the Libertadores and the Sudamericana Cups, they are in talks to play finals here in the US. Wow. Wow. Not That's not huge. not these seasons, but soon. Wow. We'll see probably like you know, they are they are they have agreed to play La Libertadores final in just one match. And right. that, that match can be played in the US. Right, right. Mm-hmm. We saw the Copa America as well. Yeah. That yeah. Pro- that was very successful and very exciting, uh, very entertaining. So probably they're gonna keep doing that, for example, because the money that they can get from that is way higher than if they do it in South America. So right. right. I yeah. mean, little reminder: in eight years, the U.S. is going to be hosting the 2026 World Cup. So and if Trump doesn't uh, kick me out, I'll be here. In uh, <laughs> <laughs> along with Mexico. Let's hope so. Yeah, along with Mexico and Canada, and, but most Canada. you know a lot of the games can be played in the U.S. and so. And in those yeah. eight years, I think there's a challenge of how we're going to grow this game in the U.S. as much as we can, because it's kind of hit this point right now where I think it's people are engaged, people are into it. There are fan clubs all across the country for these big Premier League teams and these Spanish League teams. And how do they take that next step? How do they get these players and these teams and the sport engaged enough to where, you know, and 2026 is going to be successful, I think, no matter what. But I'm just interested to see the next eight years in U.S. soccer what that's going to be like. Yeah, so, because I don't know, but I don't know if you guys remember, but the, the World Cup in '94 right. was one of the most boring and least exciting World Cups <laughs> in history. Technically, because you know, like it was really hard to the teams to fly like these long distances as well. Right. But it also has to do with many of the stadiums were empty. You know, like you could see people not attending to see uh, these World Cups. So I hope that changed at least, you know, that people get yep. more into it, which I think is going to be like that. Yeah, it um, will. Um, j- just to kind of, I mean, we, we jumped from the Champions League draw to a bunch of different topics. And, <laughs> yeah. But, but, yeah. But, but I think, but I think we, can, we can, you know, all of them are combined and all of them make sense together because um, all of this... I, there's a few American kids. Uh, Pulisic has been there for a while, and McKinney, I think, just in at Schalke, at Schalke, uh, also playing there, starting starting eleven player. Um, yeah. Edwards, I think, and a, a few players in the in Bundesliga, very young American players. Um, those are the players that are gonna play in eight years in the in the World Cup that is in the United States. Yes. I mean, and and kind of so that's point number one for me. Point number two. Clint Dempsey, to me, was one of the few players that broke the mold of the normal American player because that generation of American players, to me, was a very talented generation that didn't leave, that decided to stay at home. Uh, And I never really understood why. Uh, And granted, we have some 
very important examples like you know uh, Tim Howard and, and Clint Dempsey himself mm-hmm. being very successful abroad, mm-hmm. but not that many of them. And you see now all of these kids that are turning eighteen and leaving, and you know straight from MLS Academy going to right. to to a European team to continue their improvement. And I, I think that's just a good thing. Oh yeah, um, no, they th- get it now. They get yeah. it. Yeah, I think they choose Germany because he's very organized. <laughs> yeah. No, for real, for real. Their their system, their academy system, you know, like from the youth all the way to the adulthood in, you know, like to play like premium, like in the premium teams and stuff, is right. extremely organized. I yeah. think more organized than in the, than in England, for example. So and also, the thing is that in in the in the UK, for example, uh, many of the talents that play there are foreigners as well. You know, so. While in Germany, they, most of the people that play in, the, in those teams, they, they come from their own, you know, like what they have made. So it's a different concept, I think. So that's why they move there. From yeah. their youth teams. Yeah, yeah. But I just wanted to say something about, just maybe to close this uh, Champions League topic. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I saw, like, I reviewed a little bit the squads of each of these teams. For me, it was very surprising to see the amount of Argentinians and Brazilians is always a huge amount of teams that I didn't expect to see that many foreigners, for example, like Shakhtar Donetsk. Is like oh, they, can, they have a bunch of Brazilians. Yes, they do. <laughs> yeah. But outside Argentina, Brazil, and some African teams, uh, let's say from the Americas, there are very few players in, in general. I can say that, for example, from Colombia, there are only eight players. Oh, wow. From these 32 teams. Uh, from Mexico, only two, which is Hector Herrera, and yeah. El Chucky Lozano. <laughs> for PSV, oh, huh? For PSV. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one from Ecuador, which is Valencia, which is the captain. Of Manchester, right? Of Manchester. Manchester United, yeah. 10 bucks Manchester United doesn't make it through, by the way. Okay. Ooh, yep. But I don't want to bet. I, I, th- I think they're not going to make it. So. <laughs> I'm actually I'm willing to, to put that bet in with you. Cause, uh, okay. Cause you saw them play this weekend, right? Justin? Yeah, of course. I watched the top yeah. man. You yeah. I, so. I danced on, danced around my living room and then scored <laughs> that second goal. Oh, Lucas, yeah. man. Oh. No, no, no way. No way Manchester United makes it past the group stage. Okay, I, I so, it's, so. so their group is Juventus, Manchester, Valencia, and Young Boys from yeah. Switzerland. Young okay, Boys yeah. beats them. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Go, we'll go ahead, Tevis. I, I don't know. Too much talent on that Man United team to, to just fold over. I just wonder how... Mourinho is going to move forward from here. I mean, I think he's kind of playing his card the best way he can to get what he what he wants, which is to get better players or to get more commitment from the front office or what. But I don't know. To me, they'll just they'll find a way to figure something out. I mean, they're not going to win the Champions League, but to me, they'll get out of the group. Hmm, I don't know. So I'll put I my, I I'll put my think, ten dollars against yours. I don't know. I think okay. Valencia. I don't think they have what it takes to take Manchester United, but that's just me. We'll see. I mean, that's the definitive match, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. But, uh, but I think moving a little bit forward on this, I think the other player that is from the Americas that is playing him, like right now is Keylor Navas, which is, oh, yeah. I think, Keylor Navas is still there. <laughs> Magically, and he's one of the best goalies. He won, to be, he won like, the prize to be one of the best goalies in Europe right now. Yeah. And I don't know why Real Madrid is trying so hard to get rid of him, but... Is there know. a club that's been rumored to grab him? Does no. he have a, a suitor? No, or? no, not right now. Maybe in December, but not right now. Right, they, yeah. they, Because right now, every, uh, more or less every, everything is fixed. Everything has been closed. 
I think they, they said about Manchester City because the goalkeeper got injured, but they you can't like the Premier League cannot buy any more players right now. So maybe they have to wait until December. Hmm. Yeah. I, I saw um, Real Madrid play. Sorry, I saw Real Madrid play this weekend, and I mean Kaylor started the game and he did really really well. Um, of course, so, he's a great goalkeeper. So, you don't need an extra goalkeeper when you have Kaylor now. So that's what I was gonna <laughs> say. Like I I don't understand why they want to get rid of him. Uh, and he got best player uh, in the Champions League, I think, today. Uh, and uh, sorry, not best player. I'm sorry, best goalie of the Champions League. And the second best goalie was Courtois. Wow, wow. <laughs> huh. that's funny. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, but, but I don't know if it is from the Champions League. I think it's from is the UEFA. We- the UEFA, yeah. UEFA, that's, yeah. Sorry, that's what that. I was saying. Like, yeah, yeah UEFA. Um, yeah. But besides that, Chile has also two players. Who? Well, Nicolas oh. Castillo in Benfica and Arturo Vidal in Barcelona. That's it. Uh, no, and Alexis, no? In Manchester. Yeah, right. Alexis. Oh, and Alexis Sanchez. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we see these are very few players. T- definitely very few players from CONCACAF, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but outside Argentina, Brazil, in South America... We are not doing that great. No. <laughs> you know, and I mean, Peru has one player that I know of. But he's not in the Champions League. No, yeah. Playing for Lo- Lokomotiv Mo- Moscow. Uh, Jefferson for fun is playing there. Oh, is he oh, there? C- yeah. CSKA? Or no? Lokomotiv. Oh, yeah. Jefferson for fun is there. Yeah. I'm missing. Wow. But he was playing in Chalke before, wasn't he? Yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> so he's gonna play against his former team. How much? How much would you be willing to put money on Chelsea winning the Europa League? Che- They've oh, got Chelsea. to be the favorites, right? I don't know, man. I yeah, I guess, right? I f- I forget the Europa League exists sometimes. <laughs> I I watched I watched last year's final and I did not like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, but the so Europa weird. League sometimes is exciting. I don't know. Yeah. It is, yeah. Oh, that was the Arsenal, right? That Arsenal needed to win that last year. So Manchester, they can... Ma- Manchester won it a couple of years ago yeah, with Man Mourinho. Yeah, That's right. Yeah, and they, and they had to win it. And he was super excited, Mourinho, because that was his ticket to the to Champions, Champions League. League right? <laughs> right. <laughs> because the, the, he, he the failed thing, to win the tournament. <laughs> the same thing happened with Arsenal. Arsenal had to win the Europa League so they can qualify to the Champions League. And Arsenal can keep his job. And that did not happen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, so, uh, so okay. So who who do you? I mean, I know it's super early, but who do you guys think is gonna looks better right now to win this Champions League? I will say Liverpool. I ha- I'm gonna say two. I think Liverpool, mm-hmm. and I think uh, Real Madrid just by history. Yep. And maybe I will say Bayern Munich. No, you said two. <laughs> Sorry, maybe Bayern Munich, maybe. But I think those are my two. I think Liverpool is my favorite. I think they have a really strong team. You know, now that Cadius is gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's mean, but true. But, but true. <laughs> yeah. Now he's in Turkey doing who knows what. And, <laughs> you know, like he, like the team is, it seems very consolidated, really strong, great coach. Uh, so I think they are my favorites. I think also Atletico Real Madrid is my favorite as well. Okay, Justin, yeah. do you know what do you think? Uh, I'm gonna go with Man City. Ooh. I think, uh, wow. Yeah. I mean, uh, to me, they don't have a huge challenge in the group. 
so they should be able to stay relatively healthy. And I also think last year there was a lot of pressure on Pep and that team to win because they were just they were so loaded, you know, and that they got kind of that they have their pressure to win the uh, Premier League again, but now their goal is bigger. They want to get to the Europe. You know, they want to win Europe. They want to win the Champions League. That's uh, the that's the goal. And also this year they didn't get that many signings. It's not like they spent spent billions of dollars. No, in all, all these fancy players. Right, all no. those players came in last year. Now they've exactly. had a year under Pep's system. They clearly were successful with it because they beat the crap out of every other team <laughs> in England. And so the only signing they really had was Mares, who just helps them tremendously. Right. Um, so yeah, I think Man City. That's the team I put my chips in for. I I, th- I think the only problem with Man City is the goalkeeper now, because if the, the goalkeeper got injured, so I don't know. Well, but the goalkeeper well, had been have, um, Ederson, right? Yeah, they have Ederson. And they still have um, Bravo. No, Bravo's injured. Uh, Bravo's injured. Oh, Bravo's injured. Uh, yeah. Yeah, one year I think that so, was right. Yeah, it's really bad. Ooh. Yeah. So, the, so I, don't, I don't know. They depend on Ederson. Is it Ederson or Ederson? I thought it was Ederson. Ederson. I think. Yeah. Sorry, Ederson. Yeah. yeah, but he's been he's been he's been their starting goalkeeper, I think. Yeah, he played most of the Premier League matches last year. They just they're gonna need to write somebody else because I noticed this when I was watching the the documentary that they really needed to switch out goalkeepers when they were playing in four different competitions at the same time. You're getting like three matches a week sometimes. You have to have, you know, some yeah. Relief. Yeah, you need two goalies that are competent. That's probably why Real Madrid shouldn't get rid of. Um, <laughs> no, no. Taylor Nas. I I think I so I like Liverpool as well so as I love how they play. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. No, I'm just I'm just saying. If I would have gone first, I would have said that too. Um, I think that Juventus has to win this one, though. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying that they can. I'm saying they have, and I think just because of that. I, I am going to put my chips on But that. I don't know, Juventus hasn't been that great from what we have seen so far in the Serie A. I mean, I, I think they have great players, but it's not... A great team yet. It's not a great team yet. Yeah, I think eventually I we'll get there. So maybe, maybe we'll develop into that. You know, like, it's a year-long tournament. So maybe by December things change. But so, yeah, wait till the transfer market opens up. And these yeah. teams decide, okay, we need this player. So, play. so I, I think it's just it, just, it. I saw the first game that they played, and it was absolute shit. That they played yeah. horrible right. uh, against Kievo in Ronaldo's debut. Uh, he yeah. didn't do anything. Um, so I just don't think it can get worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I hope. And I, I do think that they, they are a very strong team. You know, very put together, a strong institution. So I do think that they will improve. As, as, as the season continues, they will get better and better, and I think it will be enough to win the Champions League. Um, yeah. I don't like how uh, they play football, though. I don't like their style. No. Um, I mean, when, um, Justin, when they beat Tottenham last year, it was so weird how they won. It was like two, two little things that Dybala did, and boom, they're out. I don't want that. But anyway, weird. I... You know, for the style of football I like, I I would choose Liverpool. I just don't don't know if it will be enough. So I'll I'll go with Juventus because they've been trying so hard for so many years. They have Cristiano Ronaldo one, and that dude is blessed. So I think they'll take yeah. it. They don't have uh, a good that goalkeeper anymore though. I don't know. 
Who's the, the goalkeeper now? Oh, that's right. It's not Gigi. I've been so used to it. I haven't even thought about it. Uh, uh, the goalkeeper of Juventus? Yeah. yeah. Who's who's the goalkeeper? Good Is question. it? Oh my God! It's Shechny. Exactly. Oh God. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, man. You really think that that can carry them all the way to a Champions League title? I don't know. They for sure need to get a goalkeeper this. Yeah. This next uh, window. I I actually I would say yeah. I mean, Man City, Liverpool has to be there. I think Liverpool's going for the Premier League though. I don't think they can win both. I think they might win the Premier League and they might lose a fluky game or two in the Champions League. And get they, Liverpool is my take for the Premier League this year. Yeah, me too. They're they they're your team for everything, Sebas. I don't know. It's just that <laughs> I, I don't I don't trust any other. <laughs> Maybe yes. Tot- maybe Tottenham. I like Tottenham. I was gonna yeah. say Tottenham. Tottenham. I mean, yeah. hey, <laughs> they could keep playing like they did against Manchester United. Yeah, but that was there wasn't much of a challenge there. That uh, was a pretty good game. I mean, a couple bounces the other way. Lukaku missed an open net. I mean, he did. That's what I'm saying. Like, my God, it was. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Ju- Juventus. Tottenham was awesome. Uh, I just that Manchester looked like. No, they did. They, they didn't did know what they were doing. Yeah, but we'll I think see. definitely we'll it depends. What uh, like we will see a, a a better picture around December. Oh yeah, because uh, sure. you know, like also the leagues will be like uh, the teams will prioritize by then and see maybe we should like put all our chips players or chips into this tournament right. or into whatever. So and you know it's yeah. a long season. These teams right now they're playing. All of them are playing for like three or four different competitions, right? League, domestic cup. Another domestic cup like in England and then this Champions League. So, right, La Copa del Rey. Yeah. Things yeah. are going to change. They're yeah, going to get hurt. There are going to be areas that are going to be addressed. You know, there's so something, much. Really something changed. dramatic is going to happen. Like Ronaldo gets injured or something like that. Oh. Don't say that. Otherwise, I'm going to start getting like messages from my Ronaldo. <laughs> Hate mail from Ronaldo yeah, fans. No, no. <laughs> I don't know if, if Justin knows, but I have a group of friends who like think Ronaldo is reincarnation of Jesus. <laughs> so every time we talk about him, like all my friends are like, "What did you say that about him? Oh. He's different." You know, I was yeah. like, "Well, I don't know. We mortals think that he's not, but you know." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I don't know. Oof. We could have a whole podcast about Ronaldo. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, but the guy is very arrogant. Did you see that the, he is like uh, he missed that goal, and I think it was Dybala who scored the goal, like uh, in in the last game in the game Lazio. Like uh, one of the players made a pass, and Ronaldo was supposed to score, but he missed it, and I think it was Dybala who was behind him, and he scored the goal. Yeah. So since he missed the goal, he was like complaining, and you know, like getting yeah, he super mad. angry. Yeah, he, he got, got mad. Yeah. And they all, the, all the other players were like celebrating, you know. Right. So I don't know. That shows yeah. not commitment. I think sometimes I just you, you, you really want to get some hate mail, don't you? Yes. I do. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, one, one team I think just to wrap this up that I like this season that is very pragmatic uh, and whose coach I really like is Atlético Madrid. This oh, season yeah. seems really strong, and I think. Yeah. You know, I just want to point that out. Yeah, they have Diego Costa, Sadias, new players playing there. Yeah, definitely it's gonna it's gonna be. I think that like yeah, I think right now is the first time in the history of Madrid, in which the 
the lineup for Atletico de Madrid costs more than the lineup of Real Madrid. That has never happened before. Right. So if you sum all players player by player like their cost, like their value, Atletico Madrid's like a, a squad costs more than Real Madrid. I mean, they, they definitely are a good contender for... Because that group that they have is... is, I think they are one or two steps above all those teams. Uh, Dortmund, Monaco, and Bruges. Um, but I think they're still challenging teams to play against. Uh, Dortmund is challenging and Monaco is challenging. Um, so I think... I for sure think they're going to make it through the group stage. Um, and I think they're, they're going to be very well tested in that group stage. Um, I mean, I, I cannot say that for Manchester City, for example, because their groups their group looks really poor with yeah. Shakhtar, Lyon, and, and Hoffenheim. Right. Um, yeah, Hoffenheim, what are you talking about, man? Yeah. <laughs> Super difficult. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's move on to the Premier League because I know Justin is dying to talk about this and he couldn't keep it together and he already did. <laughs> Justin, what have you done? So, Justin, I also watched the Tottenham uh, Manchester United game, but do you, I mean, I guess I just want to hear what, what you have to say. Um, how you thought the game went and I know you were super happy you already said that you were jumping up and down oh yeah I mean <laughs> well A Tottenham beating Man United at Old Trafford never ever happens like 3-0 yeah and yes three, I mean this this just doesn't happen like when does Man United get blown out at home and get shut out and then get beat like this by you know by Tottenham especially so it was a rare a rare moment it felt felt nice to to get that you know win um the first half was pretty rough it was a like man united did show up they showed up and they were in a dogfight and they kind of were pressing and they had held the ball and they, they weren't playing typical jose hold on to the ball and try to bark the bus football they were actually attacking they had some really good opportunities um a couple of chances that they blew that they could have easily gone up one two zero oh lukaku yeah um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but, but I don't know, dude. What do you guys think about Murillo in this case? Because you know he is the coach of one of the if the most valuable uh, sport frank franchise on earth right now. Yes, Russ Rogers uh, came out today. Yeah, yeah, and you know you have a franchise which is losing against team like Leicester, Brighton, and now Tottenham. Brighton, yeah, yeah. And what do you guys think? Do you think he's gonna hold it? The seat, like you know, like I, I don't think I don't, I don't think people like are enjoying this, you know. Oh man! Uh, so so I I watched the entire game. Ander Herrera, um, the Spanish um, midfielder, to me played yeah. as a defender. Why was he playing center back? <laughs> yeah. I do not understand. <laughs> like, that uh, doesn't make. I mean, he's a good defending midfielder, but come yeah, on, like, no, it, it is not the same. Um, so that was that was crazy. Um, and I agree with Justin that there was more attitude from the players, but that was not enough. I mean, no. Lucas just did whatever he wanted. Um, I I don't know. I I think it just seemed really disorganized. And, and it is true that Lukaku missed. I think two, right, Justin, or definitely one that I remember. One, that was like just by himself. One was like very clear in front of goal, and he just missed it the other one was a little less straightforward but he had a, a shot on goal 
yeah. that he could have scored. But yeah, that was that was yeah. pretty clean yeah. and clear. Um, to answer your question, though, Sebas, at the end of the game, so this is what it called my attention, <laughs> <laughs> they they got blown out, and the camera is as on Mourinho, right? Like, they do not, the poor dude is just, just on Mourinho, the cameraman, I mean, on Mourinho, and he's probably shaking because you never know what's going to happen. Um, and Mourinho keeps going, he says, you know, hi to his players, um on the field and he goes to the Manchester United um, like section of the fans and he starts clapping like like a psychopath <laughs> um, it was super creepy and people didn't really know what was happening but I mean I, I guess I I think and, and it seemed to be because you know he was being happy or he was happy that uh, or content by the fact that the fans were still supporting the team uh, and, and not like booing them, which is what would have happened anywhere else. Um, well, the ones that were still there, there was a bunch of. Them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, like, yeah. By that point, most true. people had left because they were yeah. killed. That's, that's true. That's the true. ones that so, were sticking around are these, you know, crazy diehards. I guess sure, they're crazy, sadistic ma- masochists. Yeah. Uh, no, but that was really weird, though, Justin. I mean, I don't know if you saw it that. Was. No, I did. And to me, it was Jose trying to send his own weird message. Right. Saying, my fan, the fans have my back. Right. So what are you going to do about it right. to the board? They're saying, you know, the, the fans support me. They want us to be good, and they, they're behind me. So what are you going to do about it? Uh, so I don't know. But I, 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 it's, I think talking from... Um, Let's say if you if you are a fan of Manchester United and you see all these circus, and you know like it's a team in which has lots of money and resources, yep. they could basically buy anything they want, yep. do whatever they want, and they haven't won anything since two thousand thirteen. That's simply just like and that's and just sad. Like just I don't know like something in their domestic league. I mean. Yeah. It's since since the Ferguson era ended, since Alex, yeah. Alex Ferguson yeah. left, they have not been able to really. And right. I think to me, Mourinho was not really the right hire to begin with because, like, he's like not the kind of coach that you would think would make sense at a place like Man United when they want to score goals, they want to win, they want to play entertaining football. Well, guess what? His teams aren't known for that. So, I and, never thought it was a good fit in the first place, but. And, and and the season yeah. started horribly for for Mourinho, and I just don't know how you fix that. I don't think you can. And and because the the you know what we hear, I guess from the press, uh, is that there seems to be internal conflicts in the team, right? Yep. The, the yeah. uh, friction between the players and and the coaches and the coaches. And apparently Mourinho didn't want Pogba to leave for Barcelona um, this right. season. Um, uh, you know, you, you cannot fix that. How, how do you fix that? The it's only impossible. way to fix it is to win, right? It's to beat the teams that you're supposed to beat. But A, for one, they can't beat Tottenham. So do you think they can beat Man City or Liverpool? No. And I think, yeah. to me, one of the biggest issues is Mourinho's game, the way he game plans and the way, he's, you know, the way he tries to play park the bus right. and defend the ball and put 10 behind the ball. That's not the modern game anymore. Like the game yeah. is kind of passing him by a little bit because you see Man City and Liverpool. What do they do? They press. They attack. They, you know, they're high pressure up the pitch and they're putting these fat, really fast forwards, you know, onto the ball. And you know, Mourinho doesn't want to do that, and like he's getting beat for it. So 
He's got to change something, or else he's gonna, you know. Oh, he's gotta go, and I, I just don't know how. I mean, he's always played like that, and that's clearly not working anymore. I mean, just remember how France played, guys. I mean, France played in the World Cup. Counterattack, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like keeping the ball, doing what they needed to do in the right moments, right? It wasn't just monolithic. Um, defending or monolithic tiki taka attacking right. that that doesn't work. Everyone. All the teams now. I mean, yeah. France. Uh-huh. You look at Real Madrid, Barcelona, Liverpool, exactly. Man City, Bayern Munich. I mean, these teams don't they don't hold the ball and try to wear you down by the sideways passing, like you said. They press. They push up the pitch. Right. They have these dynamic forwards that can do it all. They have these they defenders. use the goalie. Yes, they use yeah. the goalie in the attack. They. They have defenders that are like backs, like left and right backs that play all over the field now, right? Like you saw um, that happen. Um, Man City has several guys like that, and these well, other teams and, too. Yeah, Marcelo, and France know. too. So yeah, France too. I mean, so you you know, they're just there's I think a philosophy that's just there with Mourinho that has had success in the past, but just might have to change it, uh, or he can't really compete today. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. They're, they're saying that maybe Zidane is going to take over, which I see it very unlikely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. They're probably looking for something else. It's it's like the what the fourth. We're coming to the fourth week or fourth game. This is Justin? the fourth week, and yeah. so this weekend's yeah. games. Just to give you a little slice of uh, what's coming this weekend, Man United plays Burnley, who's a team that you know. Mad if they don't win. They qualified for the Europa League. Like this is a team that finished, I think, seventh last season, and they're they're no pushover. Burnley's a tough side. They're they're a tough team that no, I, play physical. I, hey, no, I but know. they. Sh- I mean, the Man United should definitely beat them. Yeah, they, but they I have mean, this I'm forward gonna... from New Zealand that I already told you about that I know. <laughs> from New Zealand, <laughs> Chris Wood. Yeah, Chris yeah. Wood. Um, but yeah, so if the, they don't win this that match, oh I my think, god, I think so. He's probably gonna be sacked. I don't know. I think uh, in modern football, in especially in these kind of teams, like uh, if you don't succeed, and if you show that the tendency is not going where the management wants the tendency to go, th- normally like they have to change like their coaches and everything. So th- they have. So here's their next handful of games, right? They play Burnley, then they play Watford, then they play Wolves, then they play Wolves. West Ham. And then they play Newcastle. So they actually have a chance. And then they play Chelsea. But until they play Chelsea, they actually have a chance to get three points from every single game between don't, now and then. Don't forget that Wolves tied with uh, Man, City, I Man know. City. And they played a great game. Oh, yeah. No, Wolves. Well, they shouldn't have had the goal because I don't know if they yeah, saw the that was awesome. I did. Ball, <laughs> <laughs> I always enjoy yeah. those things, actually. I mean, whatever. It's Man City <laughs> also should, should have scored several more goals on them. But. No, Wolves are off to a good start, but all I was saying about this is to wrap up Man United is they have a chance to correct the ship, but they have to do it right now. They have to win probably the next four or five games straight, and they could beat Chelsea too. Um, But, like, you're right. I think, you know, I don't know how much patience the board's going to have, but Mourinho's got a chance. He's just got to – they got to (laughs) win. Yeah. Comes down to it. Um, I I also saw a couple of more games that I just want to mention – I saw Real Madrid play, I think it was Levante, if I remember correctly. It's a, a small team, I forget which one it was. Um, and they started losing that game. Um, and then they... Uh, G- Girona, uh, they started playing, actually. Um, and then they came back 4-1. Gareth Bale scored a goal. 
Sergio Ramos scored the first goal for Real Madrid. Uh, he, he now he's the one kicking the penalties. That really pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> We're from douchebag to douchebag. Uh, Cristiano kicking from to Sergio Ramos. Ramos anyway, yeah. um, I like Girona the first. You know when they were playing because they they kind of seemed to have it under control and then boom, they did not <laughs> yeah. and lost four one. Um, it was a good game. Um, it, Madrid still right now looks pretty weak though, so we'll see what happens with them as they move forward and definitely need some reinforcements f- over the winter break. Yeah. Well, on the side of the pond, the Libertadores just is getting more Argentinian and most Brazilian as we speak. Shocker. Uh, yeah, right now for quarterfinals, Independiente River and Atlético Tucumán, who beat Atlético Nacional, which was a very big surprise. Just uh, just today, it was announced that the Atlético Nacional, uh, Albiron, the coach, he's gonna be sacked because he didn't deliver any triumph in this year. So. Yeah. Do you mean any any cup like any, any cup? They, he played three two finals, oh, he, two finals in Medellin, and he lost both of them. And now he he played against Tucumán, which is a really weak and unknown team in Argentina. He lost, so yeah, he was sacked because of that. <laughs> huh. uh, is I don't know just if you are related to this, but Atlético in Colombia is more or less like the Bundesliga. There is only one team. That ah, is good, and it's Atlético Nacional. Okay. <laughs> the but rest the, of the team are not are, are not there yet. But, I, my team is not there yet, not even close. But but, but they've won. Atlético Nacional has won a few Libertadores. Yeah, they have won a couple of Libertadores, which is our Champions League kind of like. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's not gonna happen this year for them, unfortunately. So. Um. Yeah. And last few things. Um. In the next couple of weeks, there's gonna be a break for the international friendlies um, and finally after generations Peru is playing friendly games against teams that are worth watching um, <laughs> n- no more Panamas or I'm no sorry more. I'm sorry Panama no, no more Trinidad and Tobago no more New Zealand no, no more New Zealand hey uh, don't sleep on Trinidad and Tobago just saying <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no I, more Jamaica I don't want to talk about yeah they uh, yeah <laughs> Um, so, yeah, we're playing against the Netherlands in Amsterdam and against Germany, somewhere in Germany, I don't even know where. Um, and they are Germany's full squad. In fact, they called Leroy Sané uh, for the German squad uh, a, a few months about later. time. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> a, a few Could months later. them in the World Cup. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. So, so anyway, that's gonna, that's gonna uh, yeah. be fun to watch. We'll talk about that next who time el- a little more. Who else playing? The U.S. is playing against. Uh... Uh, they play Brazil actually next week, and then they play Mexico. Oh. Um, couple friendlies. Um, Ooh, do you, getting... Do you know where the game is, Justin? Uh, I know Bra- the Brazil game's in New Jersey, I believe, oh. at uh, oh, the yeah. Giants MetLife Stadium, and I think the other one, um, the Mexico game, is at uh, in. Uh, Nashville. 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 Yep. Nashville. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Colombian is playing here in the U.S. as well. He's gonna play against Venezuela in Miami, and then against Argentina in in New York. Oh wow. In New Jersey, I think. Yeah, New Jersey. Um, Colombia is playing with no coach. They haven't. They decided to hire uh, Jose Pekerman. So who knows? They're gonna hire. It's the end of an era, my friend. Yeah, it's the end of the Colombian. Soccer as we know it. Yeah. 
hopefully something something better happens but who knows but on this note uh, I think uh, we are thank you for listening to us uh, thank you for all the followers we have reached on Facebook and Instagram thank you everybody for listening please comment and please let, let us know if you want us to discuss any topic on this podcast uh, but thank you for listening I'll see you next time thank you yep thanks everyone all right thanks all bye